0: It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we try to help you understand the complexity of who we are as human beings. Um, We are so much more than what people actually think on the surface, because we are intellectual, we are spiritual, we are physical and we are emotional. And if you don't keep all of that in balance, it's tremendously hard to succeed at life. Uh, You can succeed in some areas, but so many of the people that I've worked with for 35 years as a therapist have one or two of them going well and the other two kind of are non-existent. And so it makes for their lives to be not as complete and not as rewarding as they can be. Um, We're gonna be talking about alignment today with a new guest, but before we get started, I wanna remind everyone, there's about 375 shows now. If you go to my website, which is www.synergyconnectionradio.com, And um, I believe we're working on our 28th page of shows at this point. A lot of those shows, probably more than half of them, are up on the main platforms, so you can go to Google or iHeartRadio or Apple or Spotify and find at least half of the shows. But the others have been evolving because I've been doing this for over five years, and some of them were on early live radio shows. So they're all archived there for your enjoyment, and hopefully knowledge and sharing with other people as well. On my website, you'll also see the sponsor of this show. It's called Boomers Products. And Boomers has been around for a little over 10 years. I've been using their products for the last six. And it's all about uh, what is being, I guess, discussed a lot uh, at this moment in time about reverse aging. And so you can literally reverse age the cells in your body by doing certain things. And this company knows how to do that so if you want to click on boomer products go look at their podcast go look at their videos Um, they have a ton of information there and if there are some products that you want to try when you check out in that discount bar if you just put my first name l-u-c-y you'll at least get five dollars off and i was talking to a financial planner the other day he was on the show and we were laughing because we said, wow, if you just ran across a, you know, walking down the street and you saw a $5 bill, you're not going to look at it and go, oh, well, that's nice and keep walking. You're probably going to reach down and pick it up. And maybe you'll donate it to somebody, or maybe you'll just put it in your, you know, pocket. But that's what the company is uh, kind of offering is they're saying, hey, come on in, try the products. And if you like them, at least you're going to get $5 off, uh, which could go towards, I guess, shipping cost, or it could go towards just your bottom line uh, as you check out. Oh, excuse me. All right. So I have Rachel Richter uh, with me today, and she's brand new to the show. And um, I wanted to let you know, as far as uh, her background, she is the founder and managing partner of InLine, and that's I-N-L-I-G-N, which is uh, the premier alignment coaching and advisory practice for teams and organizations. And these are people that are going to want to have their groups of uh, people, I guess you would say, uh, functioning at an optimal level. And sometimes when we work in groups, everybody, it's kind of like what's in it for me. And we're working more as an individual as opposed to how can everybody achieve more? Because that's really what team means. It's together, everyone achieving more, T E A M. And that's what happens when you actually are able to be in alignment as you're working towards a common goal. So welcome, Rachel, to the show. And uh, you can maybe uh, help us understand what alignment really does mean.
2: Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you for that, Lucy. It perfectly, perfectly said, actually. And it really boils down. We'll get right to the heart of it right quick. Alignment boils down to two words in the most pure form, intentional action. If your actions do not connect with your intentions, what are you doing?
1: Uh-huh.
2: That's, and then even, right, we're talking right now. So if my intentions don't connect to my speech, what am I saying? We, th- we see that a lot. We, we sometimes fall into that ourselves where we act or say things without intention. And so what we've done around alignment is put, Uh, one more word in there for context, which is actions, priorities, and intentions. If your actions do not connect or reflect your priorities and your intentions, that would be out of alignment. And so you can think of alignment as those shades of gray of how much alignment do you really have in whatever you're doing, whatever you're saying, however you're engaging, how much alignment do you really have between your actions, priorities, and intentions?
1: You know, I'm thinking of uh, like even when you're in college, when kids go off to school, their intention is probably to graduate in four years with a degree, but a lot of the behavior that starts in your freshman year may not get you to that at the end of four years, (laughs) and so their actions and their intentions are not in alignment.
2: That I, I, by the way, guys, I've been silently chuckling here because Uh that is a hundred percent accurate. Um, (laughs) and I think of my own self when I was back in college, my whole life is about cultivating more alignment. So I can see how, when I was doing certain things when I was younger, it's, uh, yeah, you look back you go, Ooh, yeah, that, that wasn't as aligned as it could have been. Didn't know. Glad I know now kind of move forward with
1: compassion, instead of playing that shoulda, coulda, woulda game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you know that there was actually a book, I I know it's out of existence now, but back when I was in graduate school, there was a book that was called woulda, shoulda, coulda.
2: Oh my gosh, that's, that's lovely. I wish it weren't out of print. Uh, Hopefully it's not, because that's something I just recently wrote about, actually, was this idea of yeah even when you've recognize how much alignment you'd like to have and haven't been living in, mm-hmm. we don't go to that space. it's not it's not serving you. It, it actually doesn't align with your intentions in terms of moving forward. The only thing that would would be compassion. so
1: So if somebody um, well, let's just say that they wanted to start a business, so the first thing that they need to do is to understand what that business is going to be about because the actions could be so scattered and they might be going in 20 different directions and maybe they only need to go in a couple. So how, if you're working with somebody that has a goal, whether it's starting a business or whether it's achieving something within an organization, how do you go about um, helping them determine what their first step is? So I would say, the first
2: step even before what is the business going to do is what value or impact would i like to create cuz that could even go like yes we can we can start on the you know the nuts and the bolts but um i'll put it this way the reason in line is in the position that it's in today is because i constantly ask myself in the beginning like you you, you know we, the idea of management consulting you you can do that in a variety of ways but regardless of words and business models and structures or widgets that you're selling what is what is the value or impact that you would like to be giving and to whom are you giving it and so that would be the first question i would ask someone who's starting is where do you see yourself in that that kind of space because that also of course has implications in what are you actually going to be doing or selling or you know engaging in it has impacts around your time it has impacts around your schedule it has impacts around how you want to be showing up. And then that's a deeper conversation into, well, what are you valuing now in your life? What are your values? What are your um, knowing that your values and beliefs can also change as you become more deeply aligned with yourself and more connected? Where are you currently? Where do you see yourself? And what matters most to you? Because that can also, again, impact the very thing that you're trying to create. Because if you create something that does so well, but it keeps you locked in, you know the the biggest thing you can do the the, the most resource that we have aside um, when you have enough money, if you will, is is your time. And okay. so, kind of, thinking of the long game around your time and how that's going to impact it, and what what the value that you're bringing is, um, the impact that you'd like to have. I think that's a that's a great first step. There's kind of an honest conversation, honest collection of your own intention towards this.
1: Okay, so I'm kind of looking at at two um, areas here, I guess, one is an individual effort, you know, so I want to write a book, I want to become a medical doctor, I want to have my own business, that might be an individual effort, but you also work with organizations, and when you have an organization, and you have the different components of the groups within that organization, they may all be, are you familiar with the Myers-Briggs test? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I used to give that to companies because communication would break down and it was just because they approach things very differently as individuals. Yeah. And so, you know, they weren't hearing the other person because it wasn't in their language, so to speak. Um, And I I would think when you're working with a company or an organization of some sort, um, you know, making sure that everybody has a Singular, maybe goal. Like, if if this is the objective that we're all on board with the objective, because what if you have a couple people within the group that don't think that that's the best way to go, then you're going to have oppositional problems, you know, within your very grouping.
2: Absolutely. In fact, that's when we do see that. That's when we like to go back to. If you think of that phrase, intentional action or actions connected to your priorities and intentions. When we see friction there at the priority level, which is what you're talking about, like we're going to be going towards this goal. That's the priority. This thing right here. And people are saying, I disagree. I think it's this other thing. If we bring it back up a level to intention
1: mm-hmm. then we
2: can understand the person or people's or groups intention towards that goal and understand what, what everyone else's intention is because everyone gets to choose their intention. That comes from a deeply personal place. Right? right. So It's not, we're not talking about purpose. We're not talking about mission. We're not talking about goal. We're talking about intention, a desired state to create or to resolve or to be in or become. And so, if we go back up to the intention level, it's not even that everyone needs to have the same intention. It's just that they need to be mutually beneficial. So, as long as they're mutually beneficial, we have a place of agreement that we're starting with and we can start walking towards priorities together and figuring things out. But at least people understand that they're coming at it from the same place of, we want this intention or this intention, again, they're mutually beneficial. We want it to succeed. We're in this for the right reasons. Then then we can start to make progress. Very rarely do actually, actually do I see that people are coming at it from a place of intentions that don't mutually benefit each other. That's That's actually quite rare. Um, a lot of times it's almost like, like you said, I kind of look at it as two ships passing in the night and kind of moving my hands back and forward. They don't connect, right? It's kind of like two parallel lines, uh, that never, that never intersect. And so, and that are going opposite ways. And so just to solve for that, if you go back up to the intention level, and we understand what everyone's intentions are and how they mutually benefit each other. Then we can start talking about priorities that mutually benefit the very thing that we're trying to do. Um, so that's how we kind of navigate that in that kind of scenario where it's not on an individual basis. You have a lot of moving parts and pieces, potentially hundreds, if not thousands of stakeholders, um, is visit and meet people at their intention. What is their intention? What is their lens? Where are they coming from? And how do I connect with that and meet them where they're at and speak their language, not asking for them to speak my language, because my entire intention of, talking with them is to get a point across so what's going to suit that better the words that I think are helpful or the words that they think are helpful
1: do you ever run into a situation like with a a company more than obviously a person where they thought they were heading in one direction and then by the time you get through maybe talking with them um, you find out that maybe they need to be heading in a different direction you know that the intention um is not going to serve them as well going one way but it could serve them very well by just you know taking a turn to the left instead of to the right
2: yeah actually it's a that's a great question usually when i see that and i'm I'm curious to know if you've seen this is people think that there's like the one right way or mm-hmm. there's only three things to choose from and this is the best of three But then when you start to look around and kind of get a more line of sight into the landscape and from a different perspective and bring other perspectives in, you start to see that there's a lot of choice out there and helping them recognize the real abilities that they have to choose things that they didn't even think were necessarily available because that's not what was in their purview previously. That's when you start to to get the, oh, we actually have potentially like, yes, and we were going to do this because of these reasons and here was our attention, but actually now that we're talking about this and really understanding what's out there and what's available to us and what our people are saying and what my team is saying, maybe it's this other thing. And it's gonna check all the boxes that I was caring about, but it's also gonna bring all these other people on the bus too. And it's gonna get the results that we want better, faster, et cetera.
1: Right. um, This would not have as much to do with companies. But with individuals, Um, I think you and I had visited um, a number of weeks ago now, but I I believe in the conversation, we also chatted a little bit about uh, chakras and understanding that if you keep the chakras within your energetic being in alignment, if you will, that you have the ability then to connect with source, which is multidimensional. Um, it's way above our the top of our head, but um, we have the ability to do that, to be guided and to understand things that we wouldn't normally understand. But those those chakras have to be in alignment. And there are so many people that either kind of work from the heart chakra up or from the heart chakra maybe down. <laughs> but they mm-hmm. don't have them necessarily in alignment at all. And so they have to work at, Balancing that energy, you know, within themselves. So I don't know whether um, you've ever seen that when you've been working with somebody who is all about their heart and speaking their truth and having maybe certain intuitive or psychic abilities, but they don't have any energy, you know, which comes from the root chakra. And so if they don't have any energy to then begin to create for themselves, it's just all words. So, have you run into that?
2: I have a follow up question to that because I love where you're going. Where do you think the energy went? For the you pe- mean
1: that they don't have the energy to move forward? Well, as a <laughs> as a psychotherapist for 35 years, I'm going to come at it from a slightly different position, probably. Um, but what I have realized uh, is that. You know, as we come into our human bodies and when I was in graduate school, I did not understand this, nor did I understand it for quite a few years uh, in practice uh, because I was following the DSM code book and being very good about diagnosing. And now I throw all that out the window and I go, "Okay, where are you and where do you want to go? And maybe we need to take a different road to get there. But energetically, if you have never learned to go within and to find you know, your core reason for existence, for instance. And that takes a little bit of work because we want to look at what everybody tells us, our teachers, our parents, our aunts and uncles and grandparents and friends. And we don't really stop to check with ourselves to make sure that we are going in the best possible direction for ourselves. So your energy gets very dissipated it goes to serve others rather than to serve yourself.
2: It's uh beautifully put because as you were talking about, you know, from here down means, you know, heart down, mm-hmm. the energy versus heart up, where that energy go. Um, the two things that I look at is are you in alignment with the idea? Are you living in alignment? Are your actions, intentions, and priorities with, in alignment to? that with with the understanding that you matter and what that actually means? And are they in the alignment are they in alignment with to the best of your ability because this is an evolving thing um, for each person? Are they in alignment with the collective as well? The idea that you are not living in a bubble, the device you are listening on or 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 the chair you're sitting on, the car that you're driving, the food that you're eating, this was all created and it was not created by you. You did not create everything that you are engaging with. And so are you living, how are you working, living and engaging? Is that in alignment with the collective? Is it in alignment with you? To the best of your ability, because we do live in um in a world that there is no, there is no like it's in complete alignment or it's complete like there. There's just, there's so many structures that are in the way of that kind of alignment. So it's really around persons, like a person's decisions for how they wanna show up and engage um, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of imperfect answers for how to solve for that. Um, but that being said, to me, the more you become in alignment with both, the more you find that you, the way that you're moving through the world is um, becomes a lot easier. So I, I, I think of the words uh, ease and grace around that, um, which I remember when I first heard this, I was like, what is that even, like, it sounds nice, but what does that even really mean? And um, I actually work with companies on this a lot. I never use the words ease and grace, obviously, but it comes actually down to the same, it's the same thing. It's what is the path of the most impact and with the least resistance? Mm-hmm. That, that is ease and grace right there. And you'll only get there if you recognize that A, you're not alone. You're not, you're not doing this absent of others and you're not doing this for just others this is also you and so what you're talking about is when someone energetically engages with the world where it's just pouring out pouring out pouring out but you never the, the you don't treat yourself the way that you treat everyone else in that positive way then that's that's also going to be where that that energetic lack of alignment i would i would say comes from and i've i've seen that i've been in that um I have three words actually that I I talk about. (laughs) Would you like to know what they are around this? All right, okay. Um, Intention, discernment, and choice. What's your intention? How are you going to use, like you talked about your discernment? It's not gonna come from friends and family. It's not gonna come from a cognitive place. It's not gonna come from the data. It's gonna come from you. That is a whole practice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then recognizing your full capacity to choose especially, I'll you know, i just plug into your space for a bit, from a place of psychotherapy, when a patient has experienced trauma, to me, from my own background, um, both being trauma-informed, but also like healing from trauma way back, was trauma can, to me at least, all flavors of it could be summed up to an experience that has removed choice without your consent. And so when you feel unsafe in the world, to have that that feeling of safety back, it's one of the parts of that is to help yourself recognize your full capacity to choose. Like we we so box ourselves in with like we have to do this or we feel forced to do this or we can't or we can. Doing that is um, when we are letting that go. Rather, we we can start to recognize our full capacity to choose, which mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with discernment and intention. What is your intention? How discerning are you? you know how are you going to discern what's good for you and also not harming others to the extent that you can help it really um and the environment too right both both matter um mm-hmm. uh, and then and then how you know how does this manifest in terms of choice helping yourself recognize like it's not just our actions or our speech that we have choice around it's our intentions it's the way that we think it's how we relate to work it's how we relate to certain concepts it's how we relate to our childhoods how we relate to the experiences that have taken our choice away, all of it. Like we have so much choice that we didn't think that we had, um, how we respond to situations. And so the more that I've meditated on choice, the the more I have chosen for my life and the way that I engage to be in alignment with both me and others.
1: To the best of your ability, <laughs> to
2: the best of my ability. Exactly. Right. It, it's yeah, all cause... the scale.
1: Yeah. Because we don't know sometimes when we're heading into a meeting where those people are coming from as they head into the meeting. And so, you know, you put them all into this big pot. Who knows what you're going to get? It might be delicious and it might not be. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to pause for just a minute uh, for a word from our sponsor and we'll be right back.
0: Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure, experiencing weight gain, Having problems with your immune system? Getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever, and it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer Products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. Check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer Products. While you're there, check out our podcasts, blogs, and videos, and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code LUCY at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer Products.
1: Welcome back to the Synergy Connection Show, where I have as my guest, Rachel Richter, and we're talking about Alignment. And how to make that happen. And, you know, when you look at the energy centers in the body, you know, they all have different colors. And one of the things that I have uh, talked to, you know, people about as far as getting their own physical self in alignment is eating properly. So that, I mean, you can, with red foods, that's one of the ways to put your uh, root chakra back into alignment, is if it's out of alignment not only being out with nature, but eat a lot of different foods that are red in color. And a lot of people don't think of it as that easy, but it is, it, it works out pretty well. And um, so when you're um, working with people, as far as this concept, is it easier to work with a group or is it easier to work with individuals?
2: With, uh, with respect to food or with respect to just in, in general? In general, with alignment. And by the way, on the food part, I would think I don't I don't know uh, I can't speak to what you were talking about, but the thing I find interesting is antioxidants that we that we eat routinely are all different colors, including red, red, yellow, orange, all of that, which exactly. have fine with diagrams of chakras. And so yeah. it's like even if you didn't believe in any of that stuff, you still know that blueberries and cherries and beets are going to be good for you from an anti-inflammatory perspective. I think it's cool to be able to overlay, you know the 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 science with that but I, I I love where you went there um with alignment, I would say whether it's easier to work with groups or individuals, it honestly depends on the person so if if I have a group of people that are more open and curious because the more open and curious you are about your own personal connection and your connection with others the uh the quicker you will be able to uptake uh-huh. uh. And so it, you know, if you have a group of really open people versus an individual who's very, very closed off, you can work with both. It just, one will take longer um, for that to open the door and then for the door to get wider and wider. So we, we, we work with both. um, And the reason I've chosen to do both is simply because while I love, truly love connecting with individuals one-on-one around them, deepening their own alignment with their own self and all the different facets of life. I find that there's a lot of pain uh, stored within our organizations and it's perpetuated like routinely um, with how people engage and 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 almost without meaning to, it's not that people are malicious. I mean, they can be obviously humans of choice, but a lot of times it's just, it, it, it's the two ships passing in the night that causes a lot of uh, ripple effects, negative implications and such. So to go where that pain lives and to be able to engage with organizations I, I find that in endlessly satisfying because I know that that's going to help both the company bottom line, but also the people who are spending all of those hours doing something that um, that they've chosen to do. And now they're going to be able to do it and feel better about it and connect more with each other about it and and to drive the value that they want to see. And so I, I love doing both. But um, in terms of whether one is more difficult than the other, I think it's just a different it's a different bag at the end of the day, in order to get an organization to shift, I have a math, I have a, come from a math background. So the way I look at organizations is they're a set. And anytime I look at a set, a set is defined by its components. So if you want an organization to move, you're gonna have to have every single person, every single component of that set move. So that means when you're working with a group, every individual, And their own experience in that group matters. It's not just the group as a collective because every single person is coming in with choice. Um, How they want to uptake things, how they want to engage, how they want to communicate.
1: And Mm -hmm. a lot of
2: it is a shift on a subconscious level. So it's not just from a cognitive place. Um, Mm -hmm. So you're still working with individuals. You're just doing it with individuals inside a group setting or with individuals one-on-one. That's kind of the way that I look at it.
1: One of the difficulties that I would think you would run into, you know, and again, I'm kind of coming more, my alignment is a little bit different, more maybe spiritual in nature. Um, But um, I would imagine that in a group setting that you might have, you know, somebody who's incredibly verbal, has a lot of ability to express what they want, uh, how they see You know the um, progress of the organization the direction it's going and then you have somebody else who maybe comes out of a home or a relationship where they're told that they don't matter Mm -hmm. you know they're part of the organization that you're working with but on a private basis they have been told that what they think or how they believe isn't important in the big picture and so they have a lot of difficulty expressing themselves in a group like yours, where you want everybody to be in alignment and focused on a common goal. So we actually, that's, this is, I love that you said that because that's the
2: trauma informed perspective of this, because mm-hmm. the most people, how do I put this? We, it's all shades of gray. Some people think that they, like some people are really dialed into the idea that they matter. Other people are really dialed into the collective matters. And some are kind of a mixed bag in between and some recognize both. Um, So because of that, it's gotta be structured in a way that's, um, that gives a voice and opportunity to every single person in attendance to be able to engage. And we actually kind of leave goals out of it for the first part. So the first part really comes down to Having people step into who they really are uh, from a genuine self perspective, mm-hmm. instead of the role. So we start to separate out the idea that, you know, in the English language we say, "I am the founder and managing partner." Well, that's not really who I am, right? If we want to talk about it because I, I too, I, I come from a very spiritual place, non-religious, non-denominational, but very, very spiritual. Is is that really who I am? Because right. it wasn't. I was a baby previously. So like I didn't
1: run anything when I was zero years old. <laughs> um, so am I really your, your um, parents might have thought otherwise, but
2: <laughs> yeah. So like, am I really the managing partner? No, no, no. That's the that's the role that I hold. And uh-huh. so helping people separate themselves from the role uh-huh. and be able to both go around, I call it popcorn style. Everyone can decide to speak, you know, when they're when they're ready. I'm good with silence. Sometimes it gets a little silent and people are like, Oh, I, I didn't know we could just not speak for a minute. Yep. It's totally fine. You, mm-hmm. you don't. Right. And so, so you do that. And then the idea is, well, everyone's going to speak. You get to choose when it's all about choice. That's embedded in everything we do. Cause we want, we want to help people recognize how much choice they really have. Mm-hmm. Um, only after we go through those steps and only after we talk about what it means to talk in the aligned way, to bring alignment to a conversation, it's not that you always have to talk about it in that way. If you want to sow discord and discontent, literally do the opposite of what we're talking about. But once we understand how to speak to each other like this, then we're going to go into strategy. Then uh-huh. we're going to go to goals. But we can't go there first without people actually recognizing they matter in this conversation. They matter in all of these conversations. In fact, that's what we're going to shift to if it's not already apparent to you.
1: Okay. Well, we are almost out of time here. So what I want to do is have you let people know how they can get hold of you. And of course, it's going to be on the synopsis, they'll be able to do it that way as well. But if they want to pick up a phone, or they want to um, send you an email, how would they go about doing that?
2: Absolutely. So if you're in the curious space of wanting to have a magic conversation to create magic words or ideas for yourself or want more information or want to sign up for our newsletter journey around alignment, um, you can go to www.getinline, That's com, and you can sign up for our newsletter there or be able to speak with us personally.
1: That's awesome. And where are you
2: located? So we're ro- located right outside of D.C., but our team is remote, uh, mostly across the East Coast. But, you know, that can shift.
1: You know, the, yeah, yeah, and, and it probably will in the future, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has been a total delight having you on the show. Um, I'm sure that we'll have you back in uh, maybe about four months or so. And you can continue talking to us about how to get not only yourself personally in alignment, but then maybe your goals as a company so that you're actually meeting the needs of individuals uh, out there in the world that need your services.
2: That's beautiful. I would welcome that. This has been wonderful.
1: <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, everybody go out there and please make this your very best life and uh, share uh, today's um Recording with those that you think would definitely benefit from understanding more about being in alignment.
0: Call at 1 800 861 4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1 800 861 4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomer's Forever Young products.